Hello. Hello. We'll hear you now. Yeah, that's because I'm close to you. So let's do that. No, I hear your. I hear like it through that. Do you? You yeah. sure? I'm ten. Okay. Because I yeah, you can hear me through this, but I can't hear you through mine for some reason. Still? Oh yeah. But now I can't hear. Uh, okay. Yep. We're good. And there's not much feedback. No, there I hear myself a little bit. Oh, there yeah. you. Hey, Joel. Hi you there. There, I hear you. Technical problem. Wow. Yeah, it's grown pains, my friend. Right. First episode is always going to be that. Okay. 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 So we got this figured out. You think it's good? Yeah. yeah. How's the sound of your end, Joel? It's great on my end. Good. Can you hear me, Greg? I don't hear any feedback either. Okay, Sharing perfect. Tracks. Yeah. Great. Okay. So what we'll do is, do you want to continue from here, and then we'll just edit the rest of it out, the first of it out? Might as well. Yeah. How's, it, how's that, Joel? Sure. Maybe yeah. well before we get any additional problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I feel you. Here, you sit right there, Greg. I'll sit. Now wait, give us a little bit of distance here. Cool. Sure. Okay. So why do I keep why am I hearing feedback though? I hear my voice I, in my headset. Probably because it's picking up from me. I can hear it a little bit too. Okay. Are you guys in the same room? We're close, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go to yeah. a different room. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think the feedback. All right, how's this? Better. Now I can't hear you, Greg, at all. This is dumb. It's annoying. Oh, I got oh wait. It. I got no, it. I got you now. There you are. Yeah, it actually happened. My, um, my, the app, like, the phone minimized. So you have to make sure that doesn't minimize. Gotcha. You won't be able to hear you. Okay. That goes on your end, too, Joel. Don't let your phone go to, like, the, to, like sleep mode because it won't be able to hear you. Uh, well, I'm through my computer. Uh, there's your answer, Greg. Okay, that's exactly what I wanted to do. So you just download it through your, you just download it through your app and your computer? Well, yeah, I just clicked the link and opened it through a browser. Oh. That, that's I awesome. Can... So all I need to yeah, do is, is... Send, just send the invite. Yeah, we can do it from there. I Perfect. like that. Okay. All right. So we're at 2.45, so we'll get rolling at 3, and then we'll, we'll uh, edit up until 3 minutes and just – you just roll past there. Sound good? Perfect. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Go. All right. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. I got uh, Greg and Joel, the uh, the Insight team. How you doing, guys? Awesome. Good, good. Good. This is the first time that we've had the, the threesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is intense. So, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Big Spoon, okay? <laughs> <laughs> just don't do anything that couch I wouldn't do. <laughs> oh man, that's leaves it open ended, but <laughs> so um we got a lot to talk about tonight and we're gonna try and squeeze it into about thirty minutes. We're gonna we're gonna enter this gently. Um as Joel would uh would say, this is the warm up. So these uh these podcasts, we're gonna try and get them out, what do you say guys, at least once a week. Minimum, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're going to try to hit on topics that are current, relevant, pertinent to you guys out there that are trying to better your your health and your quality of life. And uh, 
I know you guys have a lot of questions and we've got a lot of information to give you. And the three of us here of the same mindset, it's not about the answers, right? It's about us giving you information and you guys learning to ask the right questions and chasing those as far as you can go. Exactly. Exploring new ideas, it's, you know, just having a conversation. That's what yep. we want, right? Yep. And uh, we'll try to explore things from different perspectives, like the three of us, as opposed to, you know, just my chirping mug. So what I, what, this podcast is focused on, I guess, um, what I posted the video on earlier, the elephant in the room, and it's not entering the room now, it's in the room. We have confirmed cases here of the uh, COVID-19 or the coronavirus, and we've got a lot of people talking about this, a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people worried. Two. Yeah. We, yeah. Two, right? I, I think we've got two, Greg, two confirmed yeah. so far. Um, I think so too. But I think everybody's in the same mindset. It's coming. And what are we, what are we going to learn from it? Right. It's, it's one of these inevitable things. Um, I, like, I almost feel, I almost feel kind of bad talking about it after you posted those statistics. The one that was, um, I think it was like SARS was like one point or 40 million media mentions. Yeah. And MERS was, you know, in the millions and Ebola was in the millions. But then, then uh, this one, the coronavirus was 1.1 billion media yeah. mentions. Yeah. It, it almost seems like we're making it worse. Well, is that just, like, is that like, and then I, I was at the, I was at the grocery store today and we've got, so we've got two cases, like you said, two cases, and there was zero flour and there was zero toilet paper. Yeah. I, I don't, I just don't understand. It's like, it's almost like I want people to stop talking about it because this is getting that ridiculous. Yeah. But on the other hand, uh, on the other hand, it's also a disease that, you know, we should talk about, you know, like it's, it's that double-edged sword, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's people are scared. It's like the herd mentality, like we talked about, Greg. And if one person starts to get scared, another one gets scared. And then the whole herd moves in this, towards the same way. So, the, you know, we're flooded with information. Everybody's scared for no reason. And it's just... Well, is that the issue? Is it we're too connected now? Like, like what was SARS? I, that was I, it 10 de- years it ago? Definitely has, Maybe? I think that definitely has something to do with it, for sure. With I yeah think, yeah without a doubt it's it's, it's the speed, it's, right? It's like the first real like you know pandemic disease that everyone is connected. I know we had the internet and all this stuff, but like it wasn't like it is today. Like we've got we're no. so connected. Like you can you can learn something that happened in China in like the the, the, the second it happens, yeah. the second it happens here in Canada, we can learn what happened over in China. Yeah, that's that's it, that is a good thing, but. This show showcases right now why it can also be a bad thing. Okay, so so let, let me jump in because our, our whole point here is to put nutritional lifestyle connotations to, <laughs> to, to, to big news, right? Like a lot of people are talking about it. Everybody's given their perspectives, but we're not immunologists. We're not disease specialists. You know, we're, we're not true. epidemiologists. And we're not, you know, even our sociology, uh, you know, we're, we're not sociological experts in any case, but what we no. can offer is a context in regards to, okay, so it's here, you know, that, that I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it. It's one of these <laughs> things. It's, you know, it's here, it's, it's, it's real and whether or not it's going to be damaging or, you know, detrimental to our health or even beneficial to our health really det- is determined by how we react to it. So let's True. maybe, maybe talk about what, 
you know, what we can do, what we can learn from it and what we can keep in place that minimizes probabilities, you know, like everybody's, everybody's worried about the illness itself, but really, I think based on, you know, the media and and what you, you and uh, Joel are talking about guys is uh, the reaction, you know, taking shit out of the, out of the grocery store so that, you know, people can't eat and hoarding and this, this mentality, but it goes to show that too much of a good thing, too much of anything is not good. Too much water right. will drown you, but we need water to live. Right. So right. I think really yeah. that too much what, exercise can hurt, you, right? Overtraining. Ex- exactly. So the, the point that we should be driving home here, kind of the overtone of this podcast is moderation. It is the dirtiest word right now in the English <laughs> language, right? Yeah. It's right. moderation. People don't know. Um, so the media gets a hold of this and blows the hell out of it and Mm -hmm. we're responding to it by overreacting to it and i think that's where like joel and i see a lot of uh, binge and a a lot of extreme behavior you know someone goes from not training at all to two hours a day seven days a week and myself you know someone lives on beer and pizza and then all of a sudden they're juicing everything and they're going on this juice fast for two months this extreme behavior has got to stop and it's driven a lot of the, a lot of it's driven by the media and people out right people asking the question greg and joel what should i do and there's always an asshole out there that's going to answer that well this is what mm-hmm. you should do but no 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 that's what they're doing it's not necessarily what you should do mm. right and I, I think that there's really, there's no way around it. There's no right or wrong. There's just no mindful, like thinking, so, okay, how does my, my decision affect myself and everybody that I care about? Right. I mean, so, so, with, so with that being said, Neil, like we know the main thing is washing our hands, you know, and yeah. staying as clean as possible. Don't touch your mouth, you know, the basic stuff, but you know, on the, on the topic of, of eating well, what do you think we should be doing you know, aside from washing our hands and not touching our face, you know, you said we're not immunologists, but there's definitely stuff we can do to uh, have a better immune system, you know, like sleep, make sure you sleep well, eat a proper diet. Right. Uh, Right. That's, and and that's a good question. Like it's water is, is a big proponent to, to, to health, right. Flushing toxins out, keeping inflammation and inflammation is a big part of what's going on right now is inflammation bolsters the immune system in a, in a, a controlled environment, like say exercise, for example, it bolsters the immune system because it's in a controlled, um, it's, it's a controlled variable, but when systemic inflammation, uh, uh rises due to poor nutrition, it's almost like it distracts the immune system and, and path, uh, pathogens can get in and they can take hold. Right. So it yeah. does, it elevates the probability of people contracting this. Like you keep hearing in terms of mortality rates when it comes to something like this, how people that are um, immunosuppressed, people who are, you know, susceptible, aged people, people yeah. with low muscle density, people that are, you know, uh, that, that are struggling. Um, the likelihood of that increases as our health decreases. And there's a lot of uh, a huge demographic. I, I think I mentioned to you guys that 67% or sorry, 63% of New Brunswickers over the age of 35 are dealing with two or more chronic illnesses and those illnesses, Jeez, right. right. They're autoimmune disease. A lot of them. 
And what that means is an autoimmune or a heightened immune response isn't necessarily a good thing because it's like a, a bouncer at a bar. If the bouncer is busy with a knucklehead over in the corner, then four other jerks can get through the line and get behind him because of the fact that he's distracted, right? Right, right. So the body gets focused not on doing being, its job. Yeah, not, not doing its job, working on basically controlling the, the inflammation that's going on inside. So it's dealing with joint inflammation and inflammation of the arteries and inflammation in organs. And the pathogens are getting through and they're, they're in there and they're dormant and they're cultivating and then all of a sudden they take hold of you. So in terms of foods, water-soluble vitamins and minerals, fruits and vegetables, I know it sounds like you know, your mother having the conversation with you, but times like this, guys, like over the winter months when the cold is here, our immune systems are dropping, the vitamin D levels in our blood are starting to go down. Right. We need things that are, you know, that are introduced rapidly. Uh, Fat-soluble vitamins, again, we're not burning fat because we're all overeating carbohydrates the body is not fat adapted so in this instance we should be relying on more um water-based um water soluble vitamins and minerals so fruits things like that yeah yep go ahead for the for the meathead like myself what is a fat soluble vitamin i thought all vitamins were just vitamins no there's there's vitamins like like vitamin d that get into your fat and they slowly yeah they slowly metabolize like vitamin a vitamin d vitamin k um those types of things they they get into your into your fat cells and they stay in your system a lot longer so there's kind of like a time release whereas water soluble vitamins they're in and out like vitamin c for example like you take vitamin c in the morning within a you know a half an hour to two hours later it's through and out so you need really? multiple exposures to these vitamins and minerals. So eating fruits and vegetables throughout the day, as snacks and vegetables with your meals, what they do is they help clean out and they prevent uh, viruses and bacteria and stuff like that from you know, ha- hmm. uh, being able to get their claws in you. Hmm. So here's a question for you. Okay. Here's a myth that maybe you can, you can squash. Sh- taking vitamin C, will that prevent you or speed your recovery from a cold? Go. Okay. <laughs> Go. <laughs> vitamin C in, in studies. Vitamin C has been shown to, um, again, the vitamin C from fruits and vegetables are going to be more bioavailable. The supplemental vitamin C. Now, this is, it, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of drawn out. So just hold with me for a second because people need to understand this because vitamin C is amazing. Um, our bodies used to create vitamin C. Vitamin C was created through the adrenal gland. Other mammals, when you're excited, when you're stressed, the body secretes vitamin C into the bloodstream to help combat stress, okay? So Hmm. if I put a dog and I put a dog on a treadmill and I up the speed of the treadmill and the dog's adrenal glands start to kick out and the heart goes up, the body's vitamin C levels, their their bloodstream, their plasma levels of vitamin C increase. It could increase, I think I read a study once, it was up to 30%, right? Hmm. Our bodies don't do that anymore. We have what's called a ghost gene, and that gene is now dormant. But a long, Hmm. long time ago, that gene allowed us to convert carbohydrates into vitamin C so our body could produce its own vitamin C and deal with intense stress situations and help the body put down cortisol and adrenaline and re-regulate the system. Because we don't do that anymore supplemental vitamin C is really, really important. If you live a high stress life, 
then you should be supplementing with vitamin C in some way, shape, or form. 90% of the world lives a high-stress life. I shouldn't say 90%, but you know. That's really interesting. I never knew that. My my mind actually just blew up right there. I'm not going to lie to you. But But, but Joel (laughs) – Joel, Joel can attest to this. Like I've, I've seen it with like in, in personal training and, and stuff like that. Like um, people putting their body under higher physical demands, it stimulates the immune system. It's a great, it stimulates the body. But yep. again, it goes to, goes to show that if they're not eating properly, the body starts to look at the stimulation as no longer stimulation, but stress. Right. Hmm. And then it starts to break down instead of build up. Right. So take Is that like, one that- is that when the cortisol hormone comes in play? Exactly. The cortisol is a muscle-eating, fat-storing hormone, and it's, it's linked direct, directly to adrenaline, and it's also le- uh, uh, linked to insulin. So insulin, adrenaline, and cortisol are these hormones that we're basically producing all day long at a chronic level where 100 years ago or 1,000 years ago, it used to be – uh, just on on what's called an acute basis where, you know, um, we'd have a drought or we'd have a fire or like a bunch of wolves would be trying to steal our cattle or something like that, right? So you, you'd have these moments of extreme stress, but then you'd have these long, long periods of virtually no stress, right? right? Mm-hmm. Now we're dealing with chronic stress every day. We're thinking about bills and relationships and what your mind believes or sorry what your mind perceives the body believes so the body's constantly stressed it's thinking about oh my god you know traffic oh my god am i going to get home in time oh my lord you know and what's what's going to happen at the end of the month when i don't have as much money as i do month you know what i mean what's for supper exactly yeah what's for supper what do i eat do i eat low carbs high carbs no carbs like you know black carbs white carbs i gotta fit my gym working how can i go to the gym i gotta fit it in when what time can i go right and that's 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 where we come in like we we try to decrease that that stress and like joel's a big proponent of that by you know teaching people the right way to exercise as opposed to like we're all so busy we don't have the time to just scramble around and figure it out by ourselves it's nice to have access to people who can expedite the process that can teach you and fast forward you so you know as much as you would have known fumbling around on your own instead of 20 years you can learn it in six months Mm, that's amazing yeah I have a question. To, um, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm not very smart as you guys. But why do we, why do we even have cortisol in the first place? Sounds like it sucks. It sounds like it's, it does nothing but bad things for us. Do you want to talk about this, Joel? Uh, you go ahead. I feel like you okay. would better explain it. <laughs> cortisol is needed because in life, there has to be, you, you guys are familiar with the sweet and sour, right? In order to know what sweet is, you have to know what sour is, okay? Right. It's balance. It's the yin and the yang. So cortisol is actually a, a precursor to um, what, what are called your, uh, your feel-good hormones, to put it in, in, you know, in, in those terms, right? Serotonin. Dopamine, yeah. Yeah, serotonin and dopamine. They're called your endorphins. And what they do is they calm right. They calm the body down. It's it's what every heroin addict, every drug addict is chasing. It's these endorphins that calm the body down. And the when the body calms down, 
adrenaline, all these things, they start to calm down. The body can fix itself. So when, when you're adrenalized, when you're up and your heart's beating and the blood's flowing, think of it like you're on the, on the highway with your car. You oh. can't fix your car. You cannot repair your car when you're doing 120 on the highway. You have to pull the car over to the side of the road, right? And then you can fix it. So what, what these endorphins do is they slow everything down and they put your body into a healing state of mind. But in order for the healing state of mind to happen, the alarm has to be risen about the damage. You, your body needs to know that it's damaged in order to need to know that, it's, that it needs to be fixed. So cortisol and adrenaline, those things are like the alarm. The check engine light. Yeah, exactly. Ding, it goes <laughs> off and it, it brings your attention, right? When I was on the fire department, it was a panel. We go into an apartment building, and if there's one apartment on fire, we'd have to look at the panel because if we didn't, we'd have to spend and waste so much time checking each individual apartment until we hmm. came to the one, right? So inflammation is a good thing. Cortisol and adrenaline, they'll save your fucking life, right? Mm -hmm. they, they, they make your body extraordinarily strong. You don't even know you're hurt when you're hurt. Like it just – it turns yeah. into this super beast. But it's like Fast and the Furious when they flick the nitro – it only lasts for so long and then right. you crash afterwards. Right. Right. right? So and imagine clicking the nitro several times during the same drive. You're going to, you're going to grenade your engine. No, right? exactly. And, and so, and that's also bad for your immune system, right? So cortisol right. hurts your immune system. So yeah. if you think about it, if people are panicking about this old pandemic thing, the stress that's causing it is actually making you worse. Bam. Beautiful, Joel. That's a, that's an amazing point, right? Which leads us back to what Greg was getting to is we need to live our lives normally, but different. Okay. These, these extreme fucking behaviors of back and forth and, you know, burning ourselves in the basement. If we feel if someone coughs on us, um, it's, it, that's not going to work. That's going to create an even worse situation and a more susceptible individual to carry this virus. Right. 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 Working out is important. Right. Going to the gym in moderation, maybe not every day like you did before, but going there to stimulate your immune system and feel good. You know how you feel good after a workout, Greg, yep. Joel, like you, you, yep. you guys, right? All, you all the time. Yes. Right. It, that helps your body kind of stay one step ahead of it. Right. But if you are fighting the virus, if you're infected with the virus, don't go to the gym because you can't, it's one of these things. And uh, uh, Joel, I know, you know, people like this too, that go to the gym, even though they're sick yeah. because they don't want to miss the workout. But what they're doing is they're taxing their immune system then, because now the immune system has to deal with the damage that you're causing by working mm -hmm. out and, the pathogen that's in your system. So it's almost like you're dividing your forces. Divide yeah. and they will be conquered, right? Divide yeah. and conquer. Isn't that well, no, but yeah, but this thing here, what happens, Greg, is you divide it and um, the, the pathogen or the virus starts to take over because there's a reason when you're sick, your body wants you to lay down. It doesn't want right. you to move around right? Your appetite goes down, all these things, and your body heats up. Your body temperature rises as it's an indicator that your immune system's fighting. What right. happens when you're working out? Your body temperature rises. So <laughs> doing, doing both of those at the same time, it's like, it's like, Greg, you're trying to put the kids to bed, and I want you to do a podcast. It's like, right. holy shit, Neil, like I can only do one thing at a time, right? Right. But no, if, right. I, if I put the kids to bed, then I do the podcast, 
then both more things productive. Get, right, exactly. So it is divide and conquer. Hmm. But the virus is dividing our immune system because we're working out. So it's conquering as opposed to us taking a chill pill and having a, you know, a trainer that's of that same mindset that's more worried about their client than they are about their appointment schedule. And, getting their, and all, getting right? the reps, checking yeah. the boxes off. Yeah, no, right. Exactly, buddy. Yeah. But uh, does that make sense, Joel? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so basically what you're telling me is instead of people hoarding flour and toilet paper, they need to hoard vitamin C and not go to the gym. They need to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. You're getting there, Greg. We almost got you. <laughs> so no, like if you it's, it's, uh, just. It, it, just it, yeah, you go. Sorry, you go. Hear, hear me up. If you were to contact someone like Joel and say, listen, Joel, I can't make it to the gym. We're in quarantine here for at least a couple of weeks. Can I get a workout program that I can do at home? Bam. That would be done. Oh, okay. Done. Neil, right? What's going on with all of this stuff? And, you know, how do I, how do I maybe alter my, my, my eating, my food, so that I can accommodate a workout at home? Maybe I'm burning a few less calories. Maybe I'm not lifting the weights. Like, is there anything that I need to change? Or is there anything that I can consume? During this time, when I know that there's a pathogen, you know, going through my neighborhood, it's it's in my vicinity. What right. can I what can I eat? What can I do in my life that will help to decrease the probability of me catching that? Like, if I'm going to get are, caught, what are fat soluble vitamin foods? What water soluble vitamins foods? But re- really, what you're thinking, Greg, is if this motherfucker is going to get me, right? I'm going to yeah. make him or her work for it. Right. Okay. Right. And if they do get me, they're going to get me by the toe. They're not going to get me around the neck. All right. So right. stimulating your immune system, getting good rest, drinking a ton of water, eating lots of water soluble. The term here is water, water soluble fruits and vegetables right. so that you're getting all of these things. And they're basically, if you can close your eyes and imagine water, getting water is the only thing that permeates your cell. It's the only thing that goes in and out of your cell. All right. So you carry all the good vitamins and minerals into the cell. They go in and they clean and protect the cell. And then that water that leaves the cell carries out all the shit, all the garbage, all the trash. Right. All right. Water, water is such an important thing. Because if I'm not mistaken, mistaken, a virus like COVID-19 is they multiply within the cell as opposed to bacteria grow multiplying themselves. Right. Correct. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Okay. So unhealthy cell is a breeding ground for it, basically. Exactly. The most healthy cell you can have. Yeah. And when you think about like the water and you breathing in the air and stuff, so we're basically like um, uh, planter pots that you leave outside, and you know how it rains and these things collect water. And if you don't drain, or even better, here's here's a here's a better analogy. It's um, (laughs) a public a, a public toilet. So if we're public toilets right now. We're Ooh, out. We're touching everything, right? We're touching everything. We're breathing in the air. We're public toilets. So if we keep drinking water every day, what we're doing is we're flushing that toilet several times during the day. Okay. Right. But if we're dehydrated, what happens is the toilet bowl just fills with crap. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it festers yeah. and it gets infectious and it's breeding. It's a breeding ground. This might be your best one yet, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty graphic. 
It's very graphic, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, but it makes sense. Yeah, it fills with shit. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So keep flushing it several times during the day and hmm. you could flush it and you could put stuff in the water that you're flushing it with. Like, and ironically, your cell is very similar to toilet bowl is when you create an overcapacity of that of, of water in that basin. That's what causes a flush. Right. You need more water to flush the water that's in the toilet. And that actually makes like I, I feel like I'm smart now. Right. Because of that. Because of the toilet. <laughs> that <makes total> sense. <laughs> toilet. Right. Who knew? So if, if you drink water, you know, throughout the day, you're flushing your cells several points during the day, not all at once, because, and we talked about this the other, um, you, you drink too much water oh. and it flushes the right. water soluble or exactly it, it, it flows. It, it just causes nothing stays like none of the good stuff. It gets pushed through too quickly and the body right, can't right. hold on to the good stuff. So it's, it's, you, you want to keep it at a nice, healthy cycle. And my recommendation as a nutritionist is two to three liters of water a day, not eight. Like, again, I don't want people hoarding out there like, like they are with toilet paper and hearing about people drinking eight and 10 liters because that's just ridiculous. You're, you're, you'll dehydrate yourself by drinking too much water. And that's, that, that happens. Um, so you want to keep hmm. it to a nice neutral level like where you can handle it and it gives the body time to absorb the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals and all this stuff so that cell the the cell function is able to happen properly you're not forcing it and jamming it's like waterboarding your cells you don't want to waterboard your body all right so two to three liters spread out throughout the day is phenomenal and it gives your body plenty of flushing but also allows all those good water-soluble vitamins and minerals and nutrients to get into the cells and solidify them. So basically, it's just kind of keeping the armor together. Right. Man, I feel like we could just go come on, make a podcast, and go, drink water, eat good food, workout, done. <laughs> but it's Joel, you know, laughing, but that's me, it. There's, you there's, just nailed it. Like, <laughs> man, there's... There's, there's meatheads like me that don't get it. They're like, I don't get it. Like I'll drink coffee and then I won't drink, I'll drink one glass of water. Why? The meatheads like you, you overcomplicate it. That's it. It it is that simple. Like the, it's, it's like um, in Shakespeare, they always had these, these minuscule little parts that would come in and they'd say something. And if you were paying attention to it, um, if you were overthinking it, but these, these, little actors would come in these insignificant little parts and it would totally unravel the whole, the, the whole play, like everything. If you were listening, that was the magic point, dude. If we got people to drink water, eat whole food and exercise, we wouldn't need this podcast. I'd still be fighting fires. But the thing is, is getting people to do that. That's the hard point. That's what insight is about, right? We're, trying to get people to do right. that and not fall victim to all the bullshit yeah, right. and overcomplication that's out there. Right. Nature's figured it out for us. We just got to figure, right. all right, how can we get this done? How do we do this? Right. I think it comes ties back into stress though, too. People get so stressed exactly. out about other things and they forget to drink water. They forget, you know, the burgers, the big Mac burgers easier to eat on the drive home than making a cooked meal. And, you know, I don't, and then like Joel's, Joel's seen it. There's no time to work. I got yeah. no time to work. I got to get this done. You know, I got to get this done. Well, uh, this, the, 
postpone that stuff, just the sicker you're going to get eventually. I mean, you might get lucky not. Well, yeah, you got to make like, you got to make it a yeah. priority. We and, all get the know, same 24 hours. It, exactly. Well, and it seems like you, I got to be reminded, man. Like, I, like, like we were talking with your with your fiance yeah. there, and he was like. I, I need to plan better, but I just don't do it, right? Like, I just need – I need to be reminded. I need someone to be like, hey, drink your water or, you know, hey, eat your – like, eat your – oh, right, that's right. I don't right. I should do that, right? Like, hey, get your workout in if you can. Oh, that's right. You're that's, right. How do I do it? And you're like, well, I, I need those cues. I need those little just – oh, right, that's right. Neil and Joel told me I need to do this because it's good for me. I got to do it. And the reality <laughs> is you'll never – you'll like, you'll aim for a goal, like, to work out every day or eat well – and mo- like some days you just won't do, you won't be able to do it to make it, but you, you got to keep aiming for yeah. that goal. Yeah. Just... Right. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off. You don't make it. It's you, a daily you, practice. You don't do it. Yeah, don't... It's a daily practice. And this is right. again, what insight is for guys. We're developing this so that people can find us, be a part of our community. And every day you will be reminded of it. You know what I mean? Like it's in our thought process. We're just right. distracted guys. Yep. We're, distracted with all kinds of other things that we start to see in an environment yep. what what a virus like this teaches us now that we're quarantined and there's certain things in our lives that we thought mm. we own that we don't and things that were permanent that are not permanent and then what it does is it minimizes the clutter so now all of a sudden we're sitting at home we're minimizing exposure to big events like we're not going to movies no more sports no more this and it actually starts you start to realize holy shit I've neglected a lot of other things in my life that are still here. Like, so, so what they did for us and life does this is it removes the unessentials. So it can bitch slap you with the essentials, right? My kids, my kids are in my house with me under quarantine. My fiance, I got you guys. I got, you know, there's, I got food. I've got community still. I can go outside for a walk because it's actually safer outside than it is inside. Like, these things, and then all of a sudden, right. you start to really connect with them again. And they take up the space that, mm-hmm. you know, getting up first thing in the morning and checking your, your cell phone and re- responding to people that you don't know and prioritizing them over, yeah, 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 kid, uh, just one second, I just have to respond to this post. Well, meanwhile, the person who's really there right, right now is waiting for you to answer someone yeah, right. who really isn't. Like, this is kind of what we're doing here. And Insight is a community that helps people remember that I we're the we're the reminder every day we're the community that's mm-hmm. going to remind them okay guys exercise and ex- but we're also there to teach them and help them find their own unique identity when it comes to health stop trying to be someone else's version right. of healthy find your own goddamn version paint your own picture this isn't done by paint by right. numbers guys this is a canvas that you have total creative control over. Now look at the canvas. Stop looking over to the canvas next to you. Figure this shit out, right? This is what right. insight is about. This is the movement. We are. We're, You've got paint. You've got all the same paint, all the same make, brushes. It, just make just your own Just put canvas, it on the right? canvas the way that you want to put it on there. But it's having exactly. Oh, and go ahead. I was going No, like we said before. And if you don't know what to put on there, just start by right. doing something. And then it'll turn into something like your famous quote, Greg. Make a stroke. Yeah. Take something, do something else to it. And eventually you got something, right? Yeah. So you're hundred percent right. Yeah. Just paint, paint. Like the analogy said, you know, drink your water. 
just do something like get up do something and this what this does what this this virus and what this reaction by society is teaching us is it's doing us a favor it's removing a lot of the clutter so we can come out of this guys right work working out hurts starting your own business hurts like taking that next step asking the girl to marry you like all of these things they hurt because they're stressful. Like it's, it's the, it's the obstacle and the obstacle is the way. So what life is doing to us right now, it's removing a lot of the obstacles for us. It's, it's creating this temporary and it's temporary guys. Life is being that gentle with us. This is temporary. This is a a moment for us, a, 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 a pause, we could say where we can sit and instead of complaining about what it is we can't do, Start to look at what we can do. I mean, Joel, Joel's probably worked with people with physical disabilities, physical, you know, challenges. And okay, how do we, how do we lift this? How do we do this with that physical issue, right? It's not that they can't do it, but they need to do it differently. So here we are now with, you know, people telling us what it is we can and can't do for our betterment. And we need to abide by that. You know, yes, we're healthy and the virus isn't going to hurt us. But it's our responsibility to protect the people that it can. So how can we do that? But yet, how do we help ourselves so that because if this washes through and when this washes through, we need to come out on the other side better. That's the whole point of resistance, right? Greg, you put your right, Joel, you Mm -hmm. put yourself under a weight. You hurt the muscle. The muscle is stimulated and grows. The weight doesn't get lighter, right? The weight doesn't get lighter. We get stronger. So that's. So that's kind of where we need to start putting our thought processes and using each other for points of reference to remind us of that fact, because if we allow the media and if we allow, you know, um, other people's hysteria, right, that itself is a pathogen. And if we're not strong enough in ourselves, then those things can get into us. They, they, They can penetrate our defenses. So if we become more empowered with positive thinking, um, a community of sharing information, right, and, and uplifting, then all of a sudden there's no landscape for that hysteria to, to be able to get in and, and take a hold. You guys in agreement to that? Yeah. Yes. I have goosebumps. Right? I'm fired up. So, yeah. so all of this is almost like a, just a wake-up call for us. It is. It, it, it is if that's the way you take it, Joel. And, you know, one of the big reasons why you're part of this movement is because I believe that that's, you know, you and Greg, you're able to see things in different perspectives, right? Like where other people see problems, you see possibilities. And you cannot, where someone is strong, you can't, that's not your focal point. You're supposed to focus, I know as a trainer, you want to focus on the areas that they're not good at, at at weaknesses, right? To develop the organism so that they become stronger. If you start to strengthen the strong points, then they become imbalanced, Right. So life, life has a really cool way of challenging our weaknesses so that we can, you know, and you'll see some people will, will rise and let's say, yeah, like I, this is going to make me better, but then you'll always have the victims. You'll always have the ones that, you know, Oh, you know, poor me and this is happening and this shouldn't be happening. Right. But that's just the way it is. So we're, we're here for the people who want to take their life by the horns and, um, don't want to feel like victims anymore. They, they, they want to learn how to, you know, self-empowerment, both physically and mentally. Right, guys? Yep. Right. Absolutely. 
that want to get better and they want the reminder and they want to not have to worry about viruses that come around because right and it's most already. more or less their worry isn't whether or not i'm going to die it's whether or not i can help like what can i do right 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 quarantine to not affect people that are compromised yeah. I, I get that now that makes sense before i was like oh why are they yeah. doing this but that makes sense someone like us would probably we are going be to be okay, okay. we're absolutely going to yeah. be okay but yeah and you're right yeah exactly but around someone that is like for example my yeah. i work in dialysis those people are compromised so for me to walk in there without knowing it and have it i can you, do a lot of damage right. actually you can, now you can wipe people out and you know that's not what we're here to do right. so if we can take our quarantines like men and use the quarantine right. to help other people in quarantine because now they've got a lot more space to think. They don't have as much noise and clutter. Hmm. Once the once the hysteria starts to dissipate, then we could start to infiltrate them and we could we could teach them what we know about how, okay, you know what, this is a great point for us to actually build ourselves up as people so that when this is over. We're introducing ourselves. Imagine walking out of the doors after quarantine and it's like, wow, I feel different. I feel stronger. I feel better. Instead of, right. Right. And I, I actually love this whole movement that we're doing now because I'm not going to lie. I came in here yeah. kind of selfish. I came in like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to get sick. Why are they doing this? I actually never really thought about like, wait a second, I could actually harm other people until just in this moment. I feel right. like I've been So No, no, but it's, it's common. And, and what you're doing more than that, Greg, is you're saving people. Like my, my, my military, right. my, my fire department, I always wanted to make a difference. And people need to understand that thinking about others and, you know, and, and even though you're not at risk, others are at risk. Um, that's saving a person's life. Like you're doing something fantastic for, for someone else. Right. Hmm. By being a man and taking the quarantine and, you know, being mindful of your, your, your cleanliness and washing your hands and keeping, you know, minimizing your exposure to public spaces and staying the hell away from the aged, right. Anybody over the age of 60, 80 specifically, but anybody over the age of 60, is significantly more at risk. So just be mindful of that and be courteous. Right. You know, if, if you're around someone or if you're in that environment, remove yourself from that environment or even just say, listen, you know, um, I, I can't, I can't hug you right now. Right. If you're a hugger, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a hugger. I know so much. It's crazy. <laughs> they give the best hugs. 